0: What's the the most popular place to meet a spouse?
1: Ooh, no, it's not the mall anymore.
0: No, <laughs> I'm saying like where. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Is it like when Janelle and Len met and they walked into a as a college party? Actually, that's right. And Len mm-hmm. just pointed at he Janelle did a Babe Ruth. Yeah, <laughs> she was all the way across right the room. There. She looked. He looks up. That, that one's mine.
1: <laughs> you gotta let your friends know. Stay away from that one. That that's, was mine. That's true.
0: It worked. I wouldn't recommend that to most anyone, especially in 2021. I know, right? I know. <laughs> Claiming someone of the opposite gender, probably not a great move in the modern context, but we'll find out what is the most popular place today and uh, what impact does that have on followers of Christ. We'll talk about it.
1: You know what we're about to do? We're about to get real. We're about to have conversations that Christians have behind closed doors. The ones that make you feel uncomfortable, that's where we're going. Why? Because we're family. Ustedes son mi
0: familia. So this is the Brian and Janelle podcast. She's Janelle, Brian, and if you don't want to miss anything, just hit that subscribe button. This is the Brian and Janelle podcast. A new study is out about the most popular place to meet a spouse. Um, and, you know, things in this has, have changed over the years. There were many, many years where most cultures did arranged marriages.
1: Yes. Mm.
0: It yeah. was a way to gain wealth. It was a way to, um, I mean, royal weddings had have, have most for most of history been oh, arranged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that
1: didn't go well recently. I actually know somebody that had an arranged marriage, and they're totally American. But it was what? like, yeah. like. Modern. The church, uh, no, the pastor kind of picked. It was like, yeah, modern.
0: And was this a cult or? No, no. Like you know, someone like who? What age? Yeah, and well, how old are they?
1: Now they're maybe like late thirties. They're like a tad but, bit younger than. Wow,
0: them. what? Yeah, and
1: and who, they're who in fact it? they're African American. Did they, did they <laughs> like consent that it's to this? Not culture. They did consent, and it was like. You've never known people that have done it. It's not. It wasn't called arranged. Uh, it was no. like yeah, mm-hmm. like the pastor pretty much was like, yeah, you guys should get married. Yeah,
0: it was pretty weird. No, did they? I should get details. Date? Did they? Or was it like? No, it I'm was your pastor You two shall yeah, be was, married now. It was
1: like courting. Mm. Like they were. They knew. Oh, okay, we go together, and so they got married. You've talked about it po- positively before, and I'm saying that because when you did that, I thought about that couple, and I was like, "Wow."
0: Well, I think a lot of nerd guys think it's a great idea.
1: But you've even yeah. talked about the logistics, like the logic behind it. If people, if somebody knows you and they know another person, and they're influential in your life, that it could work. Uh,
0: I mean, yeah, like a setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. Yes, I'm just still kind of in shock. She wasn't
1: forced. I mean, it wasn't like a, because I know in some cultures it's forced. Mm -hmm. She trusted. It was like a trust thing. They both did. It was like, okay.
0: Well, and I mean, in theory, I don't believe in soulmates. Like, I don't think there's only one person out there for you. I think the Lord gives us a guideline so we should marry believers. Um, and at the end of the day marriage is a whole lot of work anyway. Yeah. So not I don't think it's impossible that it would work. Yeah. It's just so countercultural. Isn't it? I just mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean because what I was going to do is share with you I I know of an arranged marriage but it was a long time ago. My great Was
1: it culture? My, oh, my great grandmother. Okay.
0: So my my grandma was born in 1912. I have no idea when her mother was born. So okay. somewhere in the 1800s, mm-hmm. uh, she was a she was living in South Dakota on a farm, and the, her parents and uh, the the neighbors' parents or somebody in town, they decided, hey, you've got two girls, we got two boys, so we should put them together.
1: How early and the parents, in her life?
0: I don't know exactly how old they were. I would imagine like late teens, maybe, um, uh-huh. and so. The the story goes that one day the parents of the boys brought the boys over to the girls' house. Yeah. They they met the girls. One of them, my great grandmother, and then the boys went off and like went into a closet somewhere and kind of debated who would get which
1: one. Oh my goodness! And then
0: when they decided, they came out and they're like, "All right, I'll take that one."
1: Uh, What? That is crazy.
0: But I mean, is it though? You just talked about some pastor saying yeah, like, oh, well, I know you two shall be married. Yeah. <laughs> yes, pastor. Now we court.
1: I don't know if I would do that. Do I don't what? Know. I'm saying I, I I told you I know somebody that did it. That doesn't mean I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> it's, you know, that's crazy. Like, how do you know you'll have chemistry? How do you know you have interests that you share?
0: And, and in some respects, weird. though, doesn't the chemistry you get when you're dating kind of wear off, and you have to rebuild what love is when you're married, anyway? Right? I mean, like yes. Yeah. And in this case, they probably
2: had less available options. Yeah. So the girls were probably like, you know, what? I could I could take this guy, and from what we know, his family's good, he's hardworking, all the above, or I could run the risk of. Being an "quote unquote" old maid, which yeah. was, you know, the worst thing that could ever happen in those days, mm-hmm. from their point of view.
0: Well, because you survived based whether you had property or not. Yeah. I mean, for yeah, Ron, you're so right. The the world was so small for people for mm-hmm. many many, not even that long ago. Yeah, that what, what were you going to take a plane? No, we're going to get on a train and go dating. I mean, like, have a right. pen pal. I mean, you really were stuck with whoever was in your county, mm-hmm. right? And that might be a huge stretch. Probably your town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, And you better hope there's a lot of cute girls in town. I don't know. I mean. (laughs) Well, they all came to my house. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. uh, Do do you recall ever being concerned that you'd meet someone?
1: Yes. In fact, I was told by peers that I would never meet what I was looking
0: for. What? what? Yeah. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. So we're going to dig in deep to that (laughs) juicy tidbit here after we take a quick break. Hey, it's Brian. I've got one little request. Now, I'm not good at tap dancing, so I will not tap dance around it. So here it is. We need your money. Okay, that was a little direct, but it's true. We're part of Moody Radio Cleveland, and we're a listener-supported ministry. So people like you who listen to this podcast every week, faithfully, and we're grateful for you, you are the ones who keep every episode coming out time and again. And it's not cheap to keep radio stations and podcasts running. So would you prayerfully consider a donation to this ministry, super easy to do that. Go to moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. Again, moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. And you can follow links there to get your gift in safely and securely right now. Thanks. In a few minutes, we'll get to this uh, survey study that found out where most people meet a spouse today compared to yesteryear. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't go back far oh. enough to cover arranged marriages or anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It, it goes back. Mail order brides. <laughs> let me what? let me check. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, okay. But yeah, it doesn't have that. Janelle accidentally said something that's a lot of fun here. So wow. I was asking whether she worried about whether she'd meet anybody. I know I did. I mean, you oh, worried,
1: yeah. guys sure. worry. Wow. Oh yeah,
0: Ron, about that. I didn't know. Well, and and Ron, how old were you when you
2: when you met Dana? Um, probably twenty nine. 28 or 29 because we got married when I was 30
0: and, and you'd already traveled to Guam and, and lived there for a few years yeah and and ministry and weren't married at the time obviously right I went through all the Guamanian
2: women and none of them stuck so <laughs> I had to what? come back so so you you were were you worried about that <laughs> yeah I got to the point where I started doing the math in my head thinking okay if I get married now and have a child you know within a couple of years, You know, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to be like 50 when he graduates. And at that, you know, from 30, 50 looked like an ancient old man. Well, right, yeah. And I didn't want to be, you know, the grandpa, everybody else is out there with their young dads all doing their yeah. thing and I'm the old man with a cane. <laughs> yes, yeah, son, you're doing great. Keep it up. Oh, cute. You brought your grandpa to your soccer game. Yeah, That's my dad.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I saw a coach make that mistake once. Yeah, my my brother had a friend whose dad was old.
1: Oh, really?
0: And it was mm-hmm. a thing. But, you know, I, one of my goals in life was to get married and have kids. I put something I wanted and I longed for. And so I was concerned about it. You know, I, I wanted to meet somebody. Your friends no. told you, Janelle, that You'd never meet someone. That's so nice. Yeah, yeah. What no, encouraging no, no, friends no. you have! Now, You're re- so annoying. No one's ever going to marry <laughs> you.
1: Now remember, I didn't have a lot of friends when I was a teen. So it would be like my friends' friends, where they would like hang with me, but mm-hmm. I didn't. They didn't connect with me, and so I just knew what I was looking for. And in and my you
0: vocalized that,
1: yeah. And so I wouldn't have like a lot of boyfriends, or I didn't do a lot of the stuff that the girls did because I knew I, I had a goal and I was on my way to college and mm-hmm. I wanted somebody that shared where I was going. And so in the circles I ran, minus my private school, I didn't hang out with those kids. It was just not around. And so I was just like, I'm not settling.
0: Were you worried though? It, it sounds like you weren't worried. You're like, I'm going to find I the was, man.
1: I was not worried, but I was young. I met Len when I was 19. So, so okay. you know, but yeah. when I met him, I knew... I didn't. I wasn't because I told you. I told him I'm not in love yet. But I. That's knew, not what you said,
0: by the way. You said I don't love you. I don't but. love you because he he <laughs> fell in love
1: before I did. But I knew whoa, like he might be it, and not the soulmate kind. But he had what I was looking for.
0: What was the list? It, it has lots of cars that don't work. No. Yeah. All
1: right. Sets lots <laughs> no. of
0: rules.
1: Oh my goodness, he's nailing it. Trips Hello. Up, yeah. Trips up
0: escalators. <laughs>
1: I did want uh, a, a college graduate, but I know we talk a lot about, first, my generation's different than what we got going on now. And second, I'm a first-generation immigrant, and so college was a big deal. I'm, I was first in my family. It was important or, to your dad. It was important to my dad, yes. Yeah. So that was a big yeah. deal. And also to value purity when it came to sexuality, that was just like, if you say that out loud, at least where I grew mm-hmm. up. It's like, are you serious? You're going to be alone for a long time. That kind of thing. (laughs) And so when I met him, when you have those kind of conversations, you hear early on people's values. And that's where I was just like, wow, this is it. But I heard throughout my young years, like when I hung out with the teenagers, man, you're going to be alone. So that hearing it at the moment was discouraging, but I knew I can't settle.
0: Were you looking for a man to finish your dinner on a date? If you didn't finish, right,
1: it? I know, right? Were you looking wow, that? looking. Mm-hmm. A, I was looking for man. a man to be like my dad, a hard worker.
0: Uh, you gonna eat that?
1: Look at your, Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> we ain't wasting food. Give me your food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's interesting to hear that men think about that.
0: You thought we the, didn't worry about that
1: because women <laughs> do a lot and right. women push men when when it comes to dating. We rush men more. Men act like. They're not trying to get serious. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we talk about women being the ones more concerned about, I want to get married. Am I going to get the ring? Why Why is he waiting around? That kind of thing.
0: Well, see, I can't speak for all men. I certainly can't speak for men like young men today. I don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. At least my peers who follow Jesus when I was— of marrying age. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't think there was one of us who was like, "Nah, man, I don't play the field. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be out there with all these girls. No, we all had expectations of That's encouraging. wanting to. yeah. I, but was I with a
2: bunch of weirdos? No. Um, I remember a plaque that I got like in my early teens that was called the Teen Creed. And one of those things was like, choose only a date who would make a good mate. Because they had little rhymes, yeah. Look at that. Wow. And and I I followed that. I thought that's important. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you're just dating the field, you know, I, I want to try a little bit of everything at the smorgasbord. Well, then you end up. You might start being emotionally attached. Yeah. To uh, to one of the girls, and it will be harder to break that because she may not be a good mate, but. you you get to like her and and then it's hard to break up so invest some thought into it beforehand was one of my critiques yeah
0: so is that is that conception janelle had of men is that where does that come from are there tons of dudes like that or is that just what's on on tv or what's the i think it is a, a media thing especially well maybe
2: not it's it I was going to say, especially in the African-American community, because I see that in the rap slash hip-hop culture that, you know, you always got a different girl and, and you treat them like dog poop. And, yeah. you know, and they just keep coming back because you're so great. But that's a media, I think. I don't it's think a, that's a real thing.
1: It's a media thing, partly, <laughs> because I want to say... I'm Latino. So with Latino men and let's say African-Americans and because Mm -hmm. I can't speak of other cultures, I'm not saying we're the only ones with issues. It all depends on the circles you run. I have seen where there are a lot of, let's, I'll pick the Latino men's, a lot of Latino men that are trying to play the field, that are not trying to settle down, you know, all of that. But what I would always say since I was young is that you get what you kind of get around with. So if those are the kind of men you're going to date, then that's what you're going to get. And so that's kind of what I would tell my friends, like they're not all like that. So if you're going to go to certain places, let's say find a man at the nightclub, then that's what you're going to get. You're going to get him. Ma- and then don't complain. He doesn't want to settle down. And I know right. I'm generalizing, but I'm saying there are those groups mm-hmm. that have issues. So you got to be picky in terms of where you search for husband material.
0: Well, I think I figured it out then. It must be just the nerdy white guys that they uh, Ner- yes, really would thank like to you. settle down.
1: Exactly. So Ron and yeah. I can
0: speak for that group. Exactly. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, so there's an, an interesting study about how much it's changed these days from the yeah. olden days when we all were uh, <laughs> yeah. dating and doing our thing. Uh, and so here's the, the information we need. Even though online dating started taking off between the 1990s and the 2000s, mm-hmm. the internet remained the least popular place for people to meet a spouse. In the 90s, it registered at 1%.
1: Yeah, those were the days that it was like weird. Right? I mean, there was a time that it's oh, like, yeah, what it's are like, you wow, doing?
0: What is your problem? Yeah. And you had to like, you know, you had to go with, you had, Has anybody on the phone?
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: then you finally find the one and then, and then it drops. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: And you're waiting like 20 minutes later. and
1: Yo, how did we <laughs> <do> <laughs> yeah. oh.
0: And then it was some weird girl that you don't even. Yeah. Anyway.
1: So oh, yeah, 1%. It was it a
0: guy t- pretending to be a yeah, girl you didn't so know. he could joke you. <laughs> you didn't know? Yeah. So and then and then it just zoomed up in the 2000s to seven percent.
1: Wow, still really small for real, yeah.
0: I mean, what year were you married again? 1993.
1: 99. I was a baby in 93. Uh, that, that that would make that like math 99. Doesn't work.
0: Were you a child <laughs> <I know>. bride? <laughs>
1: right, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Seven percent in the
0: 2000s. I was born in t- or born. Hmm. I was born in 1979. Uh, we were married in 2003. Okay. But, I mean, based on this, there was, it was the vast yeah. majority of people were not meeting a spouse yeah. on the internet. So, by the 2010s, however, it jumped up to 21% of couples said they'd met their spouse online. The same percentage as those who met their spouses at work, a bar, or elsewhere. Now, hmm. I'm not telling you it's, a bar's a good place to me. I'm just telling you what I mean, the survey yeah. says. Right. Yeah. So, if you're upset, Janelle.Nevels at Moody.edu. <laughs> the percentage who said they met their spouse at school, shrank to 7% in the 2010s. Wow. Wow.
1: I can see, I I totally understand why. Do you know why? Why? Think. No, why would you think it shrank?
0: So you want me to, I I don't know, so let me think about it.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm saying, aren't you supposed to be
0: smart? I never said that. Okay, so. (laughs) Why? You tell me. I, I don't have any idea.
1: I thought at first, like, wow, that's weird. Like, that's out of nowhere. But then if you think about it, Around that time, although I'm not into, I don't do my own statistics, the age of marriage went up. So I can see okay. why, because I met, I know a lot ah, of people in my time met, met their spouse in college and then get, got married. But now you're getting into like the late 20s, early 30s. So whoever you were dating in college is probably not going to marry you. You move on, you get a job.
0: Well, and it also got a lot harder to find a great man at that point because Ron was married and so was I. So,
1: right, exactly.
0: The, the great guys were taken. Yeah. Uh, so, but what's what's interesting in, in the 2010s, of course, if 21 percent of couples said they met their spouses online, that wasn't the top one.
1: Yeah.
0: Couples who met through friends, family, and neighbors had a better ranking at 30 mm-hmm. percent, which was still a pretty sizable amount higher. Yeah. 30 percent, again, through friends, family, yeah. and neighbors is yeah. how they met their personal spouses. references. That's how you met Dana, right? Was a personal reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was from a friend, a friend's friend? Yeah, my ultimately my
2: sister in law.
0: Wow. But, okay. Yeah. But at the time that wasn't the case. Right. It was your, your friends, roommates, cousins, uncle's daughter. Yeah, something along um, those lines. Uncle's daughter, that'd be her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> okay. Either
0: way, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, I met Sarah at work. Yeah. Okay. It's a summer job. I met her at work. You met at school. So by so- 2017, though, uh, the proportion of couples who'd met online reached 28% of weddings and overtook the proportion of those who met their family and uh, met through family and friends. What? The only other place that showed an increase in 2017 among places where people meet their spouse was at a workplace. Yeah. And the number of people who met spouses at work was 24%. hmm. So, but still, the highest at twenty-eight, starting in twenty seventeen, was meeting meeting your spouse online.
1: Yeah,
0: how you feel about that? Feel good That's about that?
1: Crazy.
2: With Janelle's point of of the marriage age going up, that that does make sense on some of this. That the married at work would normally probably be the highest, but yeah. um, the whole school thing, unless it was you know a long term that you kept in touch. Yeah. At least if if not continue dating for a long time, you know, but usually you're at school or I shouldn't say usually because that obviously has changed. But let's say you were at school, you met a girl, you dated during your college years or even your high school years and then get married. You get out of school, yeah. establish a little bit and get married. Some
0: get married while they're at school. Yeah. Oh. Is this discouraging though? No, you think if you're, let's say you're a single believer, really, if you want to meet somebody, do you think it'll be at work or online? That's where you're going to meet somebody.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's discouraging because people are still meeting people. Um, the online thing, I imagine, gives you a little more like distance to, to weed through some people. But then again, it, it lacks the personal. Yeah. Like, in school, York. you know how the person acts to other people because you can observe them, yeah. you know, from from somewhat of a distance. But right in the classroom with you,
0: yeah. And you know, th- there is something to that, isn't there? The, mm-hmm. Like I met people over the years that I dated a little while or whatever that um, that I might not have gone out with if I was just swiping to the right or whatever or left. Or, yeah. Which way do you swipe? I don't know. I don't
1: know. Left. I think is left.
0: To the left, yeah, yeah to God, the left, I would say. Go to ahead. The right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, but it's like really personality is part of attractiveness, is it not? Right. I mean, I mean, Len probably saw you like freaking out over in the corner.
1: Yeah, like. like whoa, she's nothing like me. I want her. But I was gonna say though, I was wondering too, are people going more online because other, like specifically because other things aren't working, versus. Intentionally saying, no, I think this is better. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, are are we missing the mark in other areas? Let's say, for example, friends and family being intentional and helpful in connecting singles, whether it's at church or over dinner. Are we, are, is it, yeah, are we, are people doing it because it's like there are no places to meet? Let's say the mall where everybody's sitting at home online, we're becoming less social. And friends are becoming less kind of engaged in my life to connect people, and so now here I got to go online. Is well, it that that's creating?
0: I, I don't see. We, we can't know for certain if it's if, if it's what you're saying or if it's just that. It's just cool to meet somebody online now right. at work, and it's not right. fashionable to introduce somebody or set them up. You know, I mean that yeah. that could equally be the issue, yeah. because and, it is so easy to register for a, you know some sort of online dating thing, and you know everybody else there wants to be dating. I mean, what part of the mystery and fear of dating life for nerds like Ron and me was Mm -hmm. like, does this girl have a boyfriend? Does she want to go out with anybody? You don't know. Right. And here, at least you do know,
2: that first step has already been taken. Yes, I am interested in dating someone. Yeah. Maybe it's you.
1: It's easy, but it's a big step.
0: To go online? Yeah.
1: Like... To make You don't think, oh, maybe now it's more normalized, but it's a big step, like it's awkward. Do you want to then know what awkward is? Then you get that is? first message and then it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's a big step. What my, is awkward?
0: My friend Tony and I, when I, <laughs> we were in high school,
1: Yeah.
0: we thought we had this great plan to meet girls. So what we did is we went to the Mall of America in Bloomington, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Oh the Mega man. Mall. People How old were it you? It's was probably like 16 or 17 okay. maybe. okay. And we'd find like this really busy spot by all the restaurants on like the third or fourth floor of the, Meg- of the Mall of America. And we'd sit on the bench mm-hmm. and wait for the ladies to come.
1: That's weird. And wait. <laughs> so a, a, an awesome girl walks by, what would you do?
0: <sighs> Just look cooler than we did the, the moment before.
1: <laughs> would you start com- try to start conversation? Like how no, do no, no, you no, randomly, no, no. I was about to what, say. You think I had
0: the courage to start <laughs> a conversation? Oh, my goodness. What's up? I mean, I might do one of those, like, what's up? Like, head nod things. It's hard to do on the radio, but, you know, Mm -hmm. like, what's up with your head? But you don't say it. Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: Ask me how many times it worked.
1: How many times? Zero. No. (laughs) Mm Oh, my goodness.
0: We look cool, though. I mean, they they missed out. Oh, wow. They missed out. There is an interesting twist, though, in these statistics about one of the downfalls of meeting your spouse online. Uh, actually, found out that none of us know what we're talking about. <laughs> Why? Uh, and I'm certain that millennials and Gen Z folks were just laughing at us talking about swiping.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kelly
0: has informed <laughs> us that you swipe right. Wow. wow. Because that's that person's right. Is that what we decided, Kelly? Yes. What happens when you swipe left?
1: Then, like, you're like you don't like their profile. Oh. Do you find out?
0: Does someone like? Are you are you notified? You've been swiped left.
1: No, you aren't notified.
0: That's good. That'd be demoralizing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we're talking about online dating, how it's went from in the 1990s, 1% of married couples met online. The 2000s creeped up to 7%. By the 2010s, it was 21%. And by 2017, it became the most popular place to meet your spouse, uh, with a second place being work. So I guess family and friends aren't, either aren't allowed or just aren't doing their job Yeah, anymore. right, exactly. But here's the interesting part, I think, that puts a twist to it. People who meet their spouses online have a greater risk of divorcing in the first three years. Uh-oh. Among those who married since the year 2000, couples who met online had significantly higher divorce rates, but only during the first three years of marriage. Analyze that.
1: Okay, so for those who didn't do their, their what they were supposed to be doing when they were dating, this is me, okay, ready, this is going to be expert, Janelle you're online and you see everything so you're thinking like because people put their information so you're banking on that like okay i saw this stuff kind of date a little bit still kind of counting on what you saw online and then you get married because you're adults we're not in our teens anymore and so you get married earlier than usual and then the first three years you find out the truth you find it out early so it don't take 10 years and that's why it's higher in the early years
0: i think that's a reasonable explanation i mean i I would also say that it's quite possible mm-hmm. that one of the issues is people are allowed now to have an unrealistic list. Okay. Where your standards can be higher. You, I mean, you're sifting through way more people than you ever could interpersonally. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And so you can have this super high level list. You find someone that meets those qualifications, mm-hmm. and then, of course, they're a sinner. Yeah. <laughs> and so your mind was set too high. Your expectations were too high. But
1: even if it was, the solution to that would be if you found somebody you kind of click with, even if they have all this stuff that's not real, if you date organically the way you would have anyways, you would find that stuff out. So it doesn't have to happen that way.
2: I think akin to what Brian is pointing out on the other side, though, you can control a lot more of what the information you put out about yourself. Yeah. So in – irl in real life dating you are seeing that person and you see much more about him or her but if if they're controlling the narrative of what they put up online you won't see that near as much until you get to that point you know where you are in real life and you're closer to uh the the actual marriage
0: well and then more than that i think paula abdul was right in the 1990s Go ahead. You take two steps forward, mm-hmm. two steps back. Mm-hmm. We come together because...
1: Opposites attract. Woo!
0: But <laughs> does that fit for compatibility? I'd like you to find the opposite of me. I don't think that's how compatibility works in, in, in a modern sense. People are like, oh, I like music. This person should like music. Yeah, I like oh, yeah. this. They should like that too. Yeah. And uh, what kind of music? Right. And you can get yeah. down that specific. But yeah. quite frankly, uh, in, in my experience, I'm pretty sure in yours, and Ron, I think in yours too, Opposites have created the ability to be successful. Total opposite, not compatibility.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. there's to compatibility
1: in terms of values. I mean, right. you got to mm-hmm. be compatible. Values, yeah.
0: sure. Faith.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because well, yeah. again, because That's again, it, yeah, yeah. I think the
0: fundamental principle that God expects is that we not be unequally yoked. That yeah. you marry a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's yeah. really I don't think there's any other expectation other than whatever you know whatever you're mm-hmm. interested in, but.
1: But there is a solution if you're online. Everything you guys are saying is like early on in the dating relationship. If you give it time and and you're wise and you get around good counsel, wise, godly counsel, you can find this stuff out before you get married. So it, it doesn't have to be dangerous when it comes to you're more likely to get divorced. It doesn't have to be. I think you make decisions that would make it that way.
0: Yeah, possibly, though. I'm even thinking back to, you know, dating in the 90s and 2000s. Like, you don't know anything about somebody when you're you're just like, ooh, she's cute. Exactly. And you slowly learn there's some qualities about them you like, but you're much more likely to find someone who isn't ideally compatible.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, even for you and Len, you're just looking for somebody who's got a college degree, tall, dark, handsome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, and you're out of college. Yeah. There you go. Done. But what did you really know about him? You didn't know anything about him.
1: Wait, are you talking when about when you wh- first met Lynn? When we first, well, no, I did <laughs> because I, um, I knew people that knew him and spoke highly of him and talked about him to me But and his mom- knew him
0: in a profile sense. Like he likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, not and- in the profile sense,
1: <laughs> but in a, in a value sense. And so I had an idea Lens and that's, people you know, the, he
0: likes that clades. actually he came not. up
1: in the article <laughs> no. in terms of when we were meeting people more organically in the past with friends, like friends of friends or whatever, you had more background. It's not total strangers. Mm. I'm sure you had more background with Dana than yeah. you would have if you would have met her online.
0: Right. Are you guys the exception or the rule? Uh, Wow. I guess if you meet through family or friends, you'd know something, but I'm not, I mean, there, there's a level of detail you can get to in compatibility and, and online surveys that were just, I think not possible unless you your mm-hmm. best friend introduced you to their best friend mm-hmm. that you didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. I think some like eHarmony are designed
2: for that to, to really filter a lot of things out, but then maybe, you know, the whole opposite thing, maybe they filter out people who would have been a really
0: good match for you because they match
2: up in, in their questionnaire.
0: Well, our, our friend Kathleen used to always talk about, she, she met a, a guy at some point when she was in college that she dated that was just like her. He loved musical theater. He loved improv. And she said that she realized as much fun as they had, they'd get nothing done in life. Yeah. Like she ultimately was most compatible with her husband, Nathan, who is her opposite in many yeah. ways. Yeah. And so they create really great balance. Mm. But the guy she was most, quote unquote, compatible with was really just not a good fit she just knew it after a while but they had lots you know it's like we we just spent 4 hours making macaroni <laughs> <Ugh. Ooh>. uh, <laughs> pray for the single folks it's it's a challenge these days but I think it's interesting to see that uh, the majority of people who are married meet online now that yeah. that's where it happens yeah we don't know exactly why that is but it is the thing that happens
1: hey hold up where are you going you know you liked your time with us you want more so go ahead look down Hit that button right there and subscribe, and you'll get updated episodes, and then you can hang some more.
0: And guess what? You can help us out. How? A five-star rating.
1: You can also hang with us live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Download the Moody Radio mobile app, and you're able to connect with us.
0: Or just go to brianandjanelle.org.
1: And listen, we didn't put all this together all by ourselves. There's some great people behind this production. We want to thank Ron Eastwood, Kelly Ryder, Paul Carter, Mike Reynolds, Alan Perry, and our awesome and fearless leader, Josue Villa.
0: And finally, this podcast is a production of Moody Radio in Cleveland, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.